What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the All Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I am your host, Jonathan Cote, and joining me on the panel tonight are Nathan Armentrout, Roger Bain, and Sweet Tooth. <laughs> I don't know. That was not that as was good. Horrible. That was not as good oh, as your. Screw other you ones. guys. You know what? I try, and that that was zero effort on your part. Yeah, that's true. as always, is Matthew Lubick. <laughs> Say hi, Matt. He's playing Switch right Matt, now. Yeah, Matt's Mario playing Mario plus Rabbids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if this is your first time listening to the show, we are a spoiler podcast, so beware. We're probably going to ruin something for you at some point during this broadcast. Uh, we tend to review a Marvel book, a DC book, and an independent book. We're going to do some trivia, review a graphic novel, take some questions if Johnny can like not throw up all over the microphone. I'm burping. Oh, dear Lord. Uh, so without further ado, our guest tonight, Nate. Nathan, yes, sir. is going to pitch the Marvel book. All right, uh, I am pitching Secret Empire number 10, the conclusion of the Secret Empire series. Almost which, conclusion. Okay, yeah. Almost There's conclusion. Omega coming. There is Omega coming out. I've read none of this. Uh, it's by Nick Spencer, Steve McNiven. Um, and not having any previous knowledge of it, it was actually pretty good. It's the story of uh, Hydra Cap taking on all of the Avengers, destroying them, wiping their existence from memory, and then having to fight himself. And he wins. Yes, he, yes, he, he wins himself. and loses. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, right. he did both. Yes, he beats himself. <laughs> so, um, this book did nothing for me. <laughs> really, <laughs> as most. This was this is fascinating because Nathan and I talked about this uh, before the show, and I'm glad that you know, I I was worried that I might have tainted you a lot because we got into a lot of discussion about what you know what was wrong with the book more so than what was right with the book. And I thought, I thought that they did a lot right. I see what Nick Spencer was going for, you know? Um, I, I thought, you know, this, this battle between Steve and himself was, was really kind of a metaphor for, you know, a person battling their inner demons and overcoming, you know, uh, their, their darker selves. Um, I see that, but I, I think there's a lot wrong with the story itself. You and me both. You know? The fact so. that it went 10 issues. Yeah, that's... And it's still not done. Yeah. There's an ad for Secret Empire yeah. Omega. Well, I mean, nothing's ever really done, but, like, this story... If it's a summer event, though, mm-hmm. Marvel's notorious for just letting it go on until yeah. the next thing instead of just saying here's where this story ends and here's kind of what's coming out from it yeah so at least like like for instance when we did house of m when we did yeah uh, that, that's always Secret been invasion bag. like things like that those at least felt like for the most part like that story arc was concluded at the last issue yeah but like marvel has always done this you know they always continue their stories with with uh civil war going into secret invasion secret invasion going into i don't know fear it's dark rain dark rain and you know dark rain was phenomenal Mm -hmm. that was that was really awesome uh i gotta say like we reviewed what like issue one of secret empire uh and did we yeah and another issue of secret empire if i remember correctly or it was probably captain america are we really Man, I don't remember. That's how bad they were. Um, and those did, uh, they were okay to me. They, they did nothing really. But I love this book. This book was really well done. Um, to, well, uh, you know, to me. Because uh, it, it shows the, the struggle that um, many people anywhere against, like, uh, a tyrant uh, go through. You know, we can't 
try to er like erase what has been going on we we have to uh live with it we have to learn from it and change uh and i love the, the callbacks to infinity gauntlet by um jim jim starlin and george perez uh you know with uh you mean the Cap one panel it was actually there was actually a lot it was um one whole page um with uh Talking about Cap the Thanos yeah, thing. No, yeah, yeah. no, but before that, Captain Falcon, <laughs> he said, uh, a wise guy, uh, a wise man said, uh, once said that the, it's not over until the fat lady sings. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what Captain America said to Thanos in the Infinity Gauntlet. And then even uh, the panel below that, when Ant-Man and Bucky are getting ready to charge them, that's Adam Warlock and uh, the Silver Surfer. And then, uh, you know, while he's walking towards them, I could kind of hear in my head uh, the, the dialogue from Infinity Gauntlet, uh, you know, Captain America saying, as long as one man stands against you, you will not win. All that tells me is Nick Spencer doesn't know how to do anything other than rip somebody else off. I mean, dude, like every every writer, like, uh, brings well, stuff Well, I mean, from I, I think you can pay homage. You can. I just, I'm so frustrated with Nick Spencer but as a he, writer at this he point. He didn't take any dialogue from Infinity Gauntlet. He just took, uh, stor well, not really story beats, but feelings from Infinity Gauntlet. That's not really copying. It just gave me the f the feeling of Infinity Gauntlet, like, oh, things are about to go down. This is exciting. I guess. Yeah. It just did it's, nothing um, for me. It did zero for me. I felt nothing at the end of this book. I was like, I'm glad this is done, so we can stop talking about it. It <laughs> I know you don't like. <laughs> I know you don't like injustice. No, it's uh, terrible. But you do like at the end when the real Superman comes and beats the the evil Superman. Okay, here's my deal though. With like, they're both the real supposedly Captain America because maybe cosmic cube magic. <laughs> That's not very clear right. in this. I'm not. I'm not saying the story was great it didn't make Look, a lot of sense the in best a lot of thing places. out of this book was that double splash page by mcniven with real cap or og cap smacking hydra cap with the hammer that oh. was the best thing out of this yeah. book that that mcniven page was but that's because mcniven's a fantastic artist i i gotta say the only thing that knocked it uh down a little bit for me is the many artists on this uh this book McNiven is uh, is the is the artist that mainly uses the the um, uh, is mainly used in the book and his stuff is fantastic. But when they kind of go into like the cosmic cube with uh, the Steve Rogers and Comic or what's her name Kobic Kobic, uh, like I did not like that art at all. And I can uh, I can see why they uh, did it differently because you know uh, more artists means it comes out faster. Um, and it works well because they're in a different universe. Marvel se. wanted to make sure that this was out the same year for <laughs> once. Yeah. That um, they started the actual event in. That's why. Yeah, but like I, th this art didn't do it anything for me. But I, I like that they kept it in another uh, dimension, at least. Uh, the McNiven art is amazing. Finally, we get uh, Captain America with his wings. That's how it should be. Uh, Sam? No, no, no. Um, no sorry, Steve. with his little wings in his Johnny hat. Johnny has this weird love affair with Captain America's mask hood thing. It's got to have the actual wings coming well, yeah, off Yeah, you don't of just it. pay him. That's stupid. So Just I, like the glowing spider in the Spider-Man I'm sorry. To, like, I That's like Captain dumb. America, but like I can do with a modernized version of it. I don't need the mm -mm, wings coming off. Mm -mm. I don't need the pirate boots like, and the pirate gloves. You need yeah. the scale mail. No, that's yeah. It's classic, but it needs to stay classic. <laughs> no, I I'm a really big fan. Like when he comes back in the original. How about outfit. you let our guest talk? A yeah, little bit. sorry, sorry. I'm just gushing. I love this book. 
Um, yeah, please. Oh, well, I don't know that I have too much to offer. Like I said, <laughs> I haven't read any of this stuff, but I actually enjoyed this issue. I thought it was pretty decent. Um, you know, the, there were some plot holes in the story. The whole, like, cosmic cube thing was a little weird to me. Like, what exactly is a sentient cosmic cube? <laughs> it just seems like uh, three words they picked out of a random word <laughs> generator and just said, yeah. that's our bad that guy. Works. Yeah, that's our bad guy. Um, I, I liked it. I thought there was definitely some uh, political commentary in there. Um, I, I really liked the uh, fight between Cap and Cap. Uh that you know when you're faced with adversity with your face with problems you stand and you fight right and you stand and you fight and you stand and you fight i thought that was really well written i like that part um it doesn't necessarily make me want to go back and read any of the others oh, no, the earlier ones not, but no. i thought it was a decent issue on its own you don't want to go back and read all 10 other issues because there's a zero issue to this you know if, if somebody Can't gave them to me i might read them yeah <laughs> roger I, you know, I, I know what they were trying to do with this book, you know, and um, there's there's a part of me that um, that felt like this was a good story. OK, but what got in the way of that is is my dissecting all of the stuff that just didn't make sense, like with the two Steves, you know, the the, the Hydra cap is really Steve Rogers with some false memories implanted. And then you have this other you know, Steve Rogers, um, you know, truth, justice in the American way come out of, uh, of the cosmic cube and, and fight memories. him. And that's fine. Yeah. But why is Hydra cap left laying on the ground and the other cap there? That, that, that kind of stuff doesn't make sense to me. It's like, who's the mm -hmm. real cap? Um, I don't, I don't know why. Uh, and, and Nathan, I'm not, you probably haven't been picking up the generations book so no. i don't i don't know why they waited until this issue to well I, actually i know they why they did but the vanishing point is That's introduced in yeah. this issue but we've already had five generations that, book come out to kind I of explain the vanishing that point. pissed me off when i was reading this i was like yeah. really marvel Really? You couldn't either do this sooner or just wait to put those books out so that we understood what was going on? Because even then, with context, it makes this, the Generations books even dumber to me. Right. Well, and you've got, because the Generations book have, books have been really subpar so far in, in my book. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't, uh, I, I think Marvel wanted to get this behind them as quick as possible. I think that they had an intent for generations that kind of fell short uh, because I mean the stories haven't been that good it was probably just a money maker and all I see when um, I mean there the, you know there's some feel good moments in this book it, it's 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 kind of an easy read there's a lot of fan service in there but the problem that I have in the back of my head is I see Marvel editorial every step of the way that they're the ones that are dictating what's going on uh, within the story and without, and and I have a real problem with that. Actually, I think Nick Spencer can write a much better story than than what we have here. Well, yeah, Probably. Morning Glories is is a good example of that. The yeah, movie. but and the I mean, fix and that man a year it's and a half. No, it's it's, it's on hiatus. No, I looked into it. Morning Glories itself is finished. Now they're doing a new series called Morning Glories Summer Vacation or something, but it hasn't even started yet. 
Oh dear. God. Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> so they finished the so second that. season, and so they're just starting an offshoot. So season three will be a new book. Yeah. Number one, so people can jump on. Uh, frustration. Yeah. I want to just punch someone. That's you know that's the anyway. Let's rate this book, Nathan. Uh, I thought it was decent. I enjoyed it. I'm gonna give it four. Roger. I'm at three and a half, and I you know, it's it's not a bad book, and I, I you know I need to step away from my feelings with with Marvel editorial. The book itself is not that bad. I don't like what they did with the series. I don't like what they did to Cap. I don't like I don't like any of it with Generations and all this stuff. But for the comic itself, it's not bad. Johnny. Um, so the story so far, like the whole uh, Secret Empire, is not great. It's probably like a three. Uh, it's wow, kind of, it, less than that. Yeah, it's uh, it's far from perfect. Um, but this issue is like really close to me. I loved everything about it. When Cap came back, it just gave me feelings of you know when I was a little kid and uh, just enjoying like this great um, moment. And I love this. Moment. I love this issue so like a lot because it it reminds me of the first time I read Infinity Gauntlet. It reminds me of all these great stories. I I loved it. So it's a five. Nice two. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, all right. Yeah. Um, so next book is Lady Mechanica and the Clockwork Assassin number two by uh, Joe Benitez and M.M. Chen. Uh, Lady Mechanica, I think the best way to describe her is Indiana Jones meets Sherlock Holmes with Cyborg Limbs. Oh, huh, that's good. And she kicks butt. And this series is her pretty much being accused of killing someone because it's another... As the title says, Clockwork Assassin. Pitch it, John. And her pretty much proving that she's not the guilty one. Right. So, pitch it. (laughs) Johnny, when you learn how to do that properly, then you can tell me how to pitch a book. Fine. So, um, I this book I did like because I like Joe Benitez a lot. What did you guys think? I I really liked it. Um, The writing... Every time you, you uh, make us read one of these books, and not really make us. Wow, but <laughs> wow it's <laughs> yeah. my fault, huh? I really don't like this punk steam stuff. Steam? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shove this so far into your ear. That's so funny. Um, but, no, it's, it's really well written. Uh, it, it has this great mystery going on, like, oh, who's killing all these, these people? Um, and from this book, I, I already have my suspicions. Probably not going to, you know, pan out. But it, it, it's fun to uh, guess, like, oh, what's going on? What's really going this on? This reminds me a lot of the first arc he did because it was the mystery of the mechanical corpse. Mm. And it was another kind of murder mystery type thing. Except th- this time, Lady Mechanic is actually the one in, like, the hot seat. Right, right. So um, that's the only thing that's different. Because the second story arc he did, it was a little bit more globetrotting Indiana Jones yeah. type feeling. This one kind of returned to, like, what he did with the original story arc. I don't think I'm ever going to like the aesthetic or the type of world that they're in, uh, but that's just that's me. so sad. I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't like it. I just it. feel well, so bad for diesel you, punk. uncultured it's Diesel punk. Seriously. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> diesel punk. Are you... Um, no, it's straight. It's a thing. Uh, carbon gray. Whale, yeah. Whale punk. Wait. Now you guys are just messing oh, with me. This song, right? <laughs> 
Nathan, have, had you read any of the Lady Mechanica before? I'd read a couple. Um, I, we had talked about it in the shop a little bit. Steampunk, to me, is kind of played out, which seems a little weird talking about it in comics because there's not a lot of comic representation. But in the fiction world, there it's, it's the a last, popular genre. last five or six years is just flooded with steampunk stuff. <clears throat> so I was kind of played out on it. But it works so much better as a comic medium. The visuals are fantastic. His art is incredible. Uh, the only thing I would kind of ding the, the issue on, because I did read the number one of this series. It's good. I like it. It's just a little wordy. There's a lot yeah. of yeah. lot of dialogue explaining all the, you know, the Blackpool and, you know, the weapons manufacturing. So it was a little wordy, but uh, it was good overall. That's That was my thing with this book, too, and I think it happened with issue one. Is I, It's like you, you get past the first page, you know, you turn it over to page two and three, and, and I'm like, Oh, this is really verbose. I, <laughs> now, that might not this be is going to take a minute. That might be no, the guy right that's because he's working with uh, MM Chen. Chen. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah, I kind of have to reset myself a little bit. I think this is the most verbose uh, this series has been. Yeah. If you go back, do like the first story arc, do Tablet of Destinies, do Lost Boys of. Um, West Abbey. West Abbey, all that. I don't think they were anywhere near this. And it could just be because they're trying to get... This is a three-part story arc. Oh. Yeah. They could just be trying to get a lot yeah. into each of those issues. So. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame to cover up that art with all the Right, I was thinking the same yeah. thing. I was just thinking the same yeah. thing. Yeah, the, the art's always beautiful and consistent. The plus about this book is there's never any ads in the, in the middle yeah. of it. It's all at the end. At the end, Johnny. But, I don't think that's the end. Well, there was one in the middle. Was there one in the middle? Yeah, but it's, it's not. It's but it's for rare. Lady Mechanica, yeah. so it's not for a Snickers bar. Yeah, right, right. right. Um, Which makes you think that it's actually part of yeah. the comic. How, Wait a minute. It's like how did how, how did Grodd and yeah. and Flash get in here? <laughs> how often do these uh, mini series come out? He seems to get like maybe two arcs out a year. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I would say five to six he issues. Basically, a year. does everything. Yeah. Jeez, yep. with with this much consistency and the, Annie, the think about this, he goes to conventions. Yeah, the, the yeah. level of art. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it, it's just amazing. Like, check out um, that uh, Dark Knight's metal variant that Jonathan that you have. It's just beautiful. I love How those variants. So much detail. How many variants now, including my Michael Turner variants? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I saw I th- those. Oh, those, those. Aren't those, those my, pretty? Yeah, those are pretty. That's why I had to get them. Where did you get those on the internet? Uh, yeah, Aspen.com. You they're nerd. already sold out. Um, <laughs> I have a bit of a problem with those because it's just repurposed I know. I know. Michael Turner but art. Never got, I never got any Michael I Turner I love that covers. guy. Yeah, well, so. okay. Oh, really? It's, it's worth having. Yeah, so, so if I... Huh? How many do you have? Of the metal covers? 13 now of the variants? I oh, probably a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a ways to go. I I've got two more coming in the mail. I had having got no three more. Excuse wow, me. three more. I went bonkers yeah, on the variants. You're with not this a one. variant guy. I'm not. But that's how much I was like into this series yeah. and how stoked I was with Doomsday Clock. It's gonna get stupid. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you guys know right now. With, the, yeah, with Doomsday Clock, it's gonna be even worse because it's Jeff Johns and it's Superman and it's the Watchmen. Did you see the lenticular by the way? Yes. Oh Rorschach. my God, with Rorschach. Yes. So anyway, sorry, I digress. <laughs> I love uh, when you nerd out. Yeah. Um, the, I totally lost my. The incentive variants for this lady Mechanica. I, I need to pull it out and and show you. Well, I'll, I'll go get it in a second. Can it's you, it's just Benitez's pencils. Can you get them? Yep. 
I want <laughs> I want it. <laughs> I want like Joe Benitez is one of those guys that like to me he's worth supporting. Oh yeah, definitely. And here's the other thing when does he, he self publish? Yes, yeah, he does. It is now. Um, here's the other thing. When Joe d- takes uh, commissions, he's far less than a lot of the other guys that do commissions. Because I got an 8x10 uh, commission from him of Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And it was only like 130 bucks. Uh, bust, headshot. Bust. Oh, okay. And how much? 130 for 8x10. For 8x10? Yeah. Jeez, that's real good. So for another artist of his caliber, it probably would have been double. Yeah. So... Yeah, you look at like the Neil Adams. You're looking at like oh Neil a Adams, grand, yeah, <laughs> it's, to two grand, depending on what you want. But he's kind of like living legend, so that one you kind of understand. But just yeah, he's overhyped. I like I like Neil Adams a lot. He's not overhyped. He did a lot for comics. That's genre. true. That's true. Him it's and like, Danny O'Neill. That's borderline blasphemy. What yeah, you, just said. you know what? I shouldn't have said that. That's what, <laughs> yeah, he's him. Just hyped, not overhyped. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Danny he did O'Neill. a lot. He 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 might not do a lot now, but he did a lot for comics in right. his time. So yeah, he, he basic yeah basically changed Batman because he was you know walking in through doors and he's like you can't have Batman walk in through doors he has to come in through a window he can't walk down the street in the middle of the day he has to (laughs) anyway so sorry Neil Adams if I know you're listening back to oh you have it (gasps) Uh, well I have I have to find out what I did with uh, number two I saw one uh, today but I've got another one I'll take it yeah I'll find (laughs) it (laughs) Can I see this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, just curious, how many story arcs have there been in the Lady Mechanicus series uh, so far? There's been... Five? Yeah. Uh, some are longer than others. So, the first one was like four or five issues. So, that was Mystery of the Mechanical Corpse. Tablet Destinies was six issues. Lost Boys of West, West Abbey. Abbey was three. Uh, Dia de los um, Muertos. Muertos was four or five. That, that was five, and it was La Dama de los Muertos. Yeah. And then we had one before this, I think, right? No, I, th- I, I think La Dama de los Muertos was before this. It was earlier yeah, this year. That was the, yeah, that was the two issue. So you're missing one. And then this. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. The thing is, uh, with this, when he originally started, it was like, what, 2011? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was originally being published on Aspen, Aspen Comics. And he got into, I guess, a legal... <laughs> Hard to say. I know, he, he wouldn't say anything. Well, but I talked to him a little bit at... Comic-Con. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was something where I think that he waited out the contract until yeah. it reverted to him. He didn't yeah, he publish any more issues. He wanted and then of he character. started self-publishing because, uh, yeah. I told him, though, I was like, Joe, that was painful. That was really painful. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like well, he, to go to go almost two years between without issues. any yeah. yeah between issues without any books. So uh, this one is number five. There's only four in this one. Okay. Yeah. So fifth story arc. Yeah. So there's not a lot. There is going to be like a fancy hardcover of the first story arc coming out. Ooh. Because <laughs> it's advertised in there. Um, can't wait. I really wish I was into it because the story is really well told and the art's amazing. You can you know. be into it, John. Yeah. It's okay. You just read through them and that no punk steam no, stuff. No punk steam for me. <laughs> so should we rate this? Yeah. All right, Nathan. Uh, four. Four stars for me. It was really good. I swear to God, John, if you say anything less than three, I'm gonna hurt you. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna say less than three. It what? was a three and a half. Three and a half. Okay, I'm sorry. I love it. I really like it. Kind <laughs> of four and a half. Because I love Joe. It's yeah. It's, it's good. so. All right, 
Uh, who's pitching Dark Side? Why? All right, go for it. Yeah. Okay. So Dark Side Special by uh, a bevy of writers and artists. Uh, Evanier, Levitz, Collins, Hester, Parks, McKay. Those are all guys noted on the thing. I don't know who wrote them all. Who uh, Kirby's Evigny, in here. Evigny he did a backup. Collins did the main story. Um, this is uh, three or four uh, Dark Side-themed uh, stories, the one of which involves OMAC, which I don't know how that ties into Dark Side. Maybe it does. Blaine will school me on that when he comes well, in. I think what they're doing is they're just because it's Jack Kirby. They're yeah. kind of throwing whatever that other, feels yeah, like other related, stuff is in there. Kind of related to. The, I don't know why it was just Omac and he wasn't fighting Dark Side, but yeah, that's how they qualified as an oversized issue. Just throw a bunch of stuff in there. Right. Uh, the main story deals with uh, Dark Side dealing with some revolutionaries. Yep. Um, and then you get an Omac story. You get a Young God story. The honestly, the best stuff in the book is the Kirby stuff at the end. Um, it's just, you know, very nostalgic, very fun. His art is, uh, you know, I know when I was a kid, I didn't like Kirby's art. Oh, really? Did not, no. Um, I I couldn't tell you the art, other artists that I like. Probably Buscema. Bushima? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ditko, mm-hmm. maybe. I know they were around at that time. Ramita. But Kirby was, yeah, definitely Ramita. Um Kirby was, eh, you know, the lines, the inking was so heavy, you know, but um, Kirby's now, now, <laughs> right, <laughs> now I, I love it. I, I really like looking back at Kirby's art, and I, I you know, I it's respect so a lot more what he did. Yeah, Kirby it is. is who I automatically think of, like visually in my head when somebody brings up like classic comics, mm-hmm. like it's his style yeah. that I always think of. Like I, I do remember seeing like some some Ditko and whatnot like just you know those images or you know like the classic covers and stuff but I always Kirby's the first person that I always like visualize as like the classic like comic book artist yeah so did, did you see that uh Alex Ross painting of like Jack Kirby and behind yes. him were like all the like characters the, he created? The, the very um Kingdom Come-esque yeah. kind of look oh, with Kirby sweet. in there yeah it was cool so yeah, I love his. Mostly, I'm a really big fan of Kirby's uh, Thor pages, because the way that he, you know, like swings his hammer, he just jumps off the page. Uh, I love Kirby. Um, but yeah, this this book, it it like I get it. It's to celebrate Jack Kirby's 100th birthday, which was either yesterday or two days ago. Um, but it felt kind of pointless otherwise. I would agree. Um, it's yeah, and if it's just it's well, even in the main story, I mean, it focuses more on the revel. I, I don't know why they called it the Dark Side special. I mean, there and there's so much they could have done mm-hmm. with Dark Side. Yeah. And I think uh, one of you guys mentioned, you know, the fact that, that you know, with Mister Miracle coming on now and that that yeah. angle of the storyline, um, there's so much they could have done. But you know, in the main story, they focused on you know these revolutionaries and Dark Side is just kind of. You know the foil. Yeah, I, I thought uh, I thought it was going to be more like with him leading the story beats and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I, I was I was hoping either for like a an origin story, maybe a story why he's so obsessed with Earth, or I, but I was really hoping for something you know to tie in with or Superman. Yeah, you know what you need to read if you want something like that is the villain special from the New Fifty Two. Right, they did kind of a um, 
they went back to how he became like the god of apocalypse. What is that? Just as twenty eight point one. So yeah, it's just that's why I said the yeah the villain special because right. I don't remember what point number it was, but yeah, it, it, that's it's actually a pretty good one for. Mm-hmm. for I just that. thought they missed sort of a big opportunity with this one having that Mister Miracle number one yep. coming out, which is so dark side heavy. Introduce <laughs> yeah, dark side is on yeah. every page. Introducing all the new god stuff back in. It feels like they just missed an opportunity to do something. Yeah, there. It, it feels like just a pointless uh, one shot. I do like how they kind of wrote dark side in the, in the beginning up until you know they recorded his voice. Yeah, I didn't like that, but uh, I do like. Uh, you know when he's having uh, conversations with his with his lackeys, like oh, it's only a matter of time before we get these people, and. And then he's like, well, "You're going to fail me." He's like, "Well, I've only been in the, uh, working one week." And Darkseid says, "It's only a matter of time until you fail me." And then kills him. Right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just love the way that you know he brings uh, back their own dialogue. And then um, uh, another scene with Darkseid is uh, I do like Scott Collins' like classic Darkseid look. Like yeah, the splash page is pretty good. I, I do like the art. Um, I, I like how uh, Darkseid was uh, written. You know, when uh, that guy is begging for his life, he's like, oh, I'll be loyal to you, Darkseid. I'll give everybody up. And then he says, oh, you've yeah. shown me what your loyalty means and kills him. Uh, I thought that was written very well uh, up until he started crying, basically. <laughs> this uh, book had the only uh, groan moment for me when the female Furies pulled the Austin Powers allow ourselves to introduce ourselves yeah and then also that give a, was a little give cheesy. a rundown of our powers as well so you know what we're gonna do to you <laughs> yeah. I, thought I was that like was how stupid do you think the readers are like <laughs> so, like if somebody picks up the dark side special the chances are they're picking it up for nostalgia purposes yeah <laughs> so that was a little well more than a little cheesy it was like straight craft mac and cheese <laughs> um I don't know. There wasn't. The, this was the one book which sadly didn't wasn't very memorable. Um, yeah, the one I was looking forward to the most, and it yeah, yeah it didn't deliver. Yeah, well, the other Kirby ones that I've read, I think uh, there's a couple of them that I've read: uh, yeah. New Gods and yeah, Black Racer, Manhunter, um, Shiloh, Norman, right? The other ones I've read are they've been good. They've yeah. been good, and uh, you know, I mean, New Gods was a great primer. Yeah. Uh, for that world, and and I, I thought this one just missed the mark. I would probably give it two and a half. Yeah. Johnny, Nate, I'm a two and a half. Two, two and a half. half. Uh, three for the Kirby pages in the back. I think I'm at two and a half also. Yeah, just because there wasn't like I don't even think I could tell you about what really went on with the OMAC one. I just know I read it. Yeah, but yeah. Like you guys said, I think the biggest thing is it's a missed opportunity. So, mm-hmm. what would you guys rather have reviewed in place of what? Uh, I would like to read the uh, the, the Red Hood um, annual. annual was supposed to come out, right? Did yep, okay. I think it did. Yep, I probably would have chosen that over Dark Ooh. Side. Yeah, I I uh, I agree with you. Um, most of DC stuff is really really good. So, kind of almost anything from DC. To be it, honest, it's with a you. light week, but I mean, All Star Batman would have been cool. Mm. Black Racer would have been cool. Oh, okay, um, so that was actually is that last Death week. on Skis, right? What? That's Black Racer. Yeah, Death on Skis, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, okay. What were you gonna say? Robert? That was actually last week. Oh. I left that one up on the wall. Oh, did you? And, and along with Newsboy Legion. Newsboy oh, okay, so maybe Manhunter then. That's last week too. Oh, that's last or week. Or another week. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, well, then probably All Star Batman. 
I haven't picked up my pull yet, so I don't even know what's in it. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't kept up with All Star Batman. I'd probably switch out America for for Secret Empire. America's good. Yeah. Uh, for well, Secret Empire, I definitely would have. Oh, Mace Windu for Secret Empire oh, all day. Um, yeah. um eh. so for, <laughs> so for I, the indie, I, look, it's not like a like a oh my god like yeah. book, but well, I, Star Wars. Neither is Secret Empire. So. Star Wars has been like. Pretty good all the way around. So. Nice. That is true. Uh, for uh, instead of um, Lady Mechanica, uh, either Steven Universe or Lady Killer. Very different books. Lady Killer, I definitely want to read. Lady Killer is so good. I've I've had several people recommend it's that amazing. to me, and so but we only get like two or three at a time, right? What about that one? Yeah, book? it's yes, that one book. That Matt. one book. <laughs> that Larry Larry wanted to read. And then I was Clean like, oh, Room. Yeah, American Way. Clean Room. Oh, by Clean um, room. by uh, Gail Simone. Yeah. No, that's a good book. Is it still going out? I think it ended. Yeah, yeah, I think it ended. Oh, no, what? We got one in not too long ago, oh, okay. a couple of weeks okay. ago. Groovy. Um, yeah, that was it for me. Lady Killer. So, uh, trivia, Roger. Yeah, hey, stump us. Yeah, has we'll so see. much energy. There's not a whole lot of stuffing. I got to decide what I want the listener question to be. Oh, sweet, sweet, sweet. Um. Well, this one would be way too easy of a listener question, so I'll ask you guys. What's Kirby's birth name? Uh, Something Kurtzobik. Yeah, Jack Kurtzobik <laughs> or something. Not yeah. Jack. No, oh, no. no. A little more biblical. John. Mm. Equally as big biblical. <laughs> Equally as biblical. Uh, you know what? I know this. I, I read this. Jack. Bi- James. No. John? <laughs> Johnny, don't repeat the same. You guys are so uh, Jesus. Jacob. <laughs> Jason, oh, Jesus. Okay. We're going biblical, that, right? For Kirby, that works. Jacob, <laughs> Jacob K-U-R-T-Z something. Kurtzberg. Yeah. Kurtzberg, yep. Yeah. And then he had uh, a plethora of aliases that he used with the various uh, early, early comic publishers before he settled on Jack Kirby. The king. I think one that he used for for quite a number of books was Jack Curtis. Yeah, oh, Kurt so. Davis, Lance Kirby, oh, Ted geez. Gray, Ted and then there's one on there. It's like Teddy. Yeah, Fred Sandy and Teddy. <laughs> Just Teddy. <laughs> Just Teddy. Just no like- last name. <laughs> That must Ima- have been the romance book. Imagine, <laughs> imagine he, if he just stuck with that name. We'd just Teddy. be saying, like, oh, Teddy, the greatest artist of all time. Teddy the King. Teddy, Teddy. the King. <laughs> the King Teddy. <laughs> no, Teddy the Bear. Comic oh, God. Okay. Uh, Jack Kirby co-created a character with uh, Joe Simon in 1940. What character? Captain America. Yep. <laughs> I know. You get what, pu- under what publisher? Uh, what's that? Oh, national. Sorry. That was DC. Oh, timely. <laughs> the pain. I know. Yeah, timely comics. Um, this one I couldn't decide. I was thinking maybe I would do this for the listener question, but I think I'm going to ask you guys just because it's a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Johnny, you should be all over this one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, which newspaper was created by Kirby? Newspaper? Oh. Newspaper. Kirby like a, created a newspaper. Like a what real was newspaper? It? Or Dude, that's a comic legit. newspaper. Is this still going on? Uh, the Daily Planet. <laughs> did he create no. the Daily Planet? He did no. not. Okay. The uh, Daily no, Bugle. No, because that was, yes. Yeah. Boom! Oh. Daily Bugle. What <laughs> up? A little misleading. You were quick on that, though. You you sniffed out my I would have gone down subterfuge. the other rabbit hole so yeah. fast. New York got, Times. Yeah, I would have yeah. just started like, listing <laughs> off every single like right. major newspaper. I don't know any. Like, 
I don't know any newspapers. Yeah. Just that's New York Times. New York Times, that's what that's I, all that's, I have. Yeah. 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 That's before your time. Millennials, right? God dang it, Johnny. <laughs> okay, uh, this question is going to be for uh, the listeners. And do we want to do the winners from last yes. week? Yes. First. What? Question, what the question was? The, the question, question from last week me that I knew it was uh, Nightwing's first appearance. First, first, first actual. Who's the first person who's, that used the Nightwing moniker the identity of Nightwing, which was Clark Kent and Superman number one fifty eight one C. Sorry, I'm sorry, so I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, stealing Jonathan's thunder yeah. there. Hence why Dick loves Clark. Okay. So uh, and I need to apologize. Uh, I don't even I, I don't even know who I need to apologize to, but you know who you are because you won last week, and my last week has been really really messed up, um, <laughs> and so I haven't I haven't taken care of business, business, but um, business. I will I will get your books out uh, to you. Um, who won the comics? Was out of state? I owe you an email. Something like that. We still haven't gotten in the Invincible. I think if, if they're in next week, I'll definitely mail your comics out next Tuesday. If not, I'm gonna I'll, I'll email you and and let you uh, choose an alternate book to receive. Um, you know who you are. I don't, <laughs> but I've got it in the email. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I will. I will know who you are. Yeah. Because I said it last week. All right. Anyway, um, what else was there? Who won last week? No, never mind. Who won this week? Yeah, who won this week? That's yeah. where we got to go. Yeah. Okay, so yep. we did the Superman 158, Nightwing. Okay, winners this week for the graphic novel. Bryce Smith, congratulations. You get... God Country. God Country. God, God Country. Country. Oh, God Country is what it's you get from last week? This is yeah. the one thing I need to... I need to get organized. It's the book from last week. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we hold them for a week. That's right. It's God Country. <laughs> So, Bryce, you'll be receiving that. You're going to love one. that read. Epic um, Texas and fantasy battle. Comics. <laughs> comics go to David Revis. What? David. <laughs> David. Again? Okay. So <laughs> I love, like, that's going to be your new slogan, Matt, is random number generator. Well, David's like my the fault. Tony Nunez for the podcast <laughs> questions. Uh, Except nobody anyway, wants to lynch him. Congratulations to you guys. Uh, yeah, I'll get those books out to you as soon as possible. Or, well, David, you can come into the shop. Anyway, okay, so the question for this week, if you want to win the graphic novel Sweet Tooth or the comics that we reviewed, which were okay, Blade Mechanics is pretty good. Uh, Okay. (laughs) All right, Uh, Jack Kirby and Joe Simon founded their own short-lived publishing company. What was the name? It's not for you, Johnny, and no, that was not right. Whatever you said. <laughs> it's short-lived. Yeah, you said Short, short-lived. 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 It's short-lived. short-lived. <laughs> okay. Johnny, anyway. with the amount of okay. faux pas you've made saying things on this hey, show, hey, you're going to bust his but chops? English is not my first language, my dude. So I'm, I can get away with it. Shh. Oh, my gosh. Stop. Anyway. It's not my first language either. I'm from the <laughs> South. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what was the short-lived publishing company founded by... Jack Kirby and Joe Simon. Hit me up on uh, at contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com with your answer and you might win some books. Yep. Whoop de whoop. All right. Johnny. Oh. 
Oh, right, yes. All this time, and you still don't have a proper pitch. No, no, I have a proper Do pitch. Do you? Uh, someone, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, the book this week is Sweet Tooth by Jeff Lemire, uh, volume one, Out of the Woods. It is a story about the apocalypse. Art by. Basically, art by Jeff Lemire. Ink by. I think it's Jeff Lemire. Letters. Jeff Lemire. No. All right. He has a team. Does he really have he a team? He didn't do the colors in this one, which, oh, I, no, he which didn't. I missed. Jo- Jose Villarubia. Anyway, uh, so the apocalypse happened, uh, and then seven years later, uh, people. Yeah, this sucks. <laughs> it's Mad Max with antlers. That's not. I've never seen Mad Max. Ooh. So. Or any Mad Max. Anyways. God dang it, Johnny. <laughs> Hey, go ahead. I shouldn't have had this Coke. Do it, do it, Johnny. Uh, Coca Cola, not the drug. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You should have <laughs> just let that go. <laughs> Doing lines of Coke on a show. <laughs> okay. So um, it's a story. Uh, the apocalypse happened and it killed uh, most of re- the regular humans. And it allowed uh, for these hybrid humans that have uh, some animal parts to uh, live and thrive. Some animal yeah. parts. Yeah. Well, I mean, they do. Really Either. Weird the way you say <laughs> My bad, dude. <laughs> they have bunny ears they have antlers you know they have all this um sort of stuff i think the word hybrid covers that okay okay hybrid animal humans yes uh so yeah uh and (laughs) this uh kid named uh gus i believe gus yeah yeah. yes um he lives out in the woods with his dad aka sweet tooth yes aka sweet tooth um and you know his dad dies because he was a regular human gus is a hybrid what are they dying of johnny uh they are dying of this disease uh, this plague that hit basically every regular human um, and uh, Gus has uh, antlers um, and in this world uh, people regular people are kind of uh, tracking down these hybrids so they can kind of find out what uh, why it is that they're not dying why it is that they're surviving why they're immune yes yeah. why they're immune um, so Gus's dad dies and uh, <laughs> every week he here, just breaks longest it down. pitch ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, got it, got it. All right, let's talk about it, Johnny. Before you just go through the entire graphic novel. I was about to finish. I was about to finish. All right, wrap it yeah. up. The Bring first it home. chapter. Bring it home, Johnny. Okay, he's found by Jeopard. Uh, this guy who says he's my gonna, favorite character in this series. Who's uh, who says he's going to take him to a place where they take care of uh, these hybrids, and he goes along with him. There it is. Boom. I thought that was decent. <laughs> it didn't suck as much as your other ones. Okay. But in terms of Johnny's like pitch meter, it still kind of sucked. Okay. Well, you can do better. It's the Coke. I'm going to hold you to a higher standard from now on, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Both the Cokes. Both the Cokes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Nathan, you picked this book for us to review, right? I did, yes. So uh, why and... Uh, why is because it has the name Jeff Lemire on it? Are you a Jeff why? Lemire fanboy? Here, let me Very ask much you. So, yes. Why would you want my heart to be broken? I, I don't understand the question. Dude, Jeff Lemire knows how to make you feel all the feels. I was so saddened. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm uh, sort of new getting back into comics from oh. my youth. Uh, and in that time, the last couple years, Lemire's comics have just really hit me where I where I want to be. Uh, Royal City is like one of my favorite ongoing series is right now. Is that still good? Yeah, I really, uh, really like it. Um, I know his art's a little n- different than your normal comic book, but oh, I, I just, love it. I love it. Yeah. it. It's amazing to me. It's so expressive. Uh, and this was a series that I knew he'd done that I hadn't read, so I threw it out there. Let's all read it and talk oh, wow, about it. Wow, you hadn't read it before this? I had not read wow. this before. Wow. This was the first time you read 
Yes. Okay. It was. So his... and th- this is all of it that I read. I haven't read through. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. So real quick, Blaine had loaned me this series a long time ago, and I made it through the first three volumes. So this was really just a refresher. I already knew like this because I knew it was a quick read. So I still had for like two years, Blaine. I'm so sorry. I've had the last three volumes. After I read volume one, I was like, I need to finish this series. I burned through all of them in a day. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So and I have, when with this series, that's easier to do. Yeah. This is such a quick read. Yeah. Um, Not well, a lot of dialogue. But, but it still the, makes you feel the feel. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that I really respect about Lemire, and, and in particular this book, because there's, there's nothing... Um, extraneous in his his dialogue, his art, or anything. I mean, it's it's exactly what it needs to be on on every page, and it it it, it reads so fast, and you you really feel everything. It, it, I, I think that's a, a testament to his art too, because the facial expressions of the characters, you just can tell what is going on yep. behind those eyes. Yeah. Yep. I, oh um, my god! I'm just I'm so mad now that nobody else has finished the series. I yes. have, we have well, something to look forward hey, to. Yeah, this is the only volume I've read, and I want to read more. Um, when I when I when I finished this book yesterday, I went on Diamond Sight and I ordered. Well, I didn't order all the individual copies they of have this. The hard I copies. ordered all the hardcovers. Okay, good. Oh, yes. Good. I was going to ask you if so, I could trade you some money for those. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have. I, I have two of each of the hardcovers Excellent. coming. There's three of them. Dibs. So I have to. No, you don't have dibs. <laughs> I have dibs. Oh no. <laughs> um, but I had no. I think you still have books you have in your. No, pool. I don't. Oh, Tony, you're Kayla a digital guy up. anyway. Yeah. I right. like hardcovers. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, in a couple weeks, I'm, I need to finish this story. I yeah, really do. I when I got it's, to the end of this, I was just like, I, I need to finish it's this. It's so yeah. good. The, the, the way Lemire... I mean, when you get to the final volume with Gus and what happens with him and what happens with him and Jeopard, and every, it's just one of those things you're just like knife, like... Well, no th- this first volume, like, not in a bad way. You're just like, ah, oh, there's, there's so much like, there's redemptive stuff. There's, I mean, oh my god, it's no so spoilers. good. Yeah, th- this first volume. I mean, when I got to the end, I literally had to put it down and just kind of sit there. It crushed me that ending when I don't know. we, yeah, we, we, we can, can spoil, spoil it. Yeah, but when Jeopard sold him out, I, it, and he's it walking away, me. he's got his little bag of cash or whatever. No, food. that's yeah. not what that is. No, it, it's yeah, he's got else, yeah. It's he's got his duffel bag. Oh. It's heartbreaking. Oh. Like, it's oh, I don't even want to know. Oh my god, I want to tell you just to crush you guys more. It's probably his daughter or something. Yeah, it it's his wife's remains. Oh, jeez. That's why. Well, thanks for the spoilers, Jonathan. That's why. Ooh. He, that's why, because it's Jeopard. Jeopard, as violent and as cold as he is, is a good man, and that's what they play with. Is he's had to do a lot of bad things in this world to survive, but the the reason that he, he doesn't like these guys that he's working for, but the reason he goes out and does all this stuff is that that's the remains wow. of his wife. Wow. Yeah. She died from the plague. Hmm. Yeah. Um. I read this book. Uh, last night, like around 11.30. I finished it. It's a really, really quick read. I, I finished it in like in 25 minutes or so. Yeah. Uh, it's so quick that it actually felt like it was um, badly paced to me. But I didn't feel <laughs> that at all. But it's still, uh, like all the, the emotional stuff still resonated with me. It just felt like they went from one place uh, all the way to, you know, that um, what is it? Uh, that shelter. 
you know, everything has to be reserved. Walking Dead pace. That's well, true. I, thought, I don't know. I, yeah, I thought the pacing made sense to me. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. thing with the thing with Lemire is, I find myself, you know, I it is a quick read. There's not a lot of dialogue. There's not a lot of captions. There's, you know, like I, I think there's exactly the as much as needs to be there. Yeah. Um, but I enjoy taking my time and looking at Lemire's art. Yeah, That's kind of what too. slows me down. Best. I mean, like he's. I don't know if you'd say heavily stylized or. or yeah, he definitely, definitely has his own, own style. style but yeah. I I love but his style and Matt Kent's because they're like very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Matt Kent yeah. does guest art later on in the series. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's uh, I've seen I've seen a couple of Lemire series and and he's pretty consistent. But I don't know. I think maybe because he had a colorist do stuff on it. I think that helped him out a little bit. With um, time. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Did he yeah. Because oh, okay. I actually love his watercolors. Yeah. Like, Those are cool. Yeah. The art in Royal City and then the art that he did with uh, Snyder in 80 After Death. There's colors in there that I didn't even know existed, let alone could be you made with read, watercolors. Um, he did another one for Vertigo called Trillium. Okay. Ooh, Trillium is so good. It's like good. an eight-part series. Yeah. Sci-fi, like, it's real heavy, like, time travel. Oh, is that the one where the first issue... Yeah. Uh, it's upside it, down one way and you turn it to... Right. It's, like, it's two people... In this was crazy. Periods. The the first half of the book and the second half of the book are uh, um, upside down. Okay. They're opposite. And on the first half of the book, you read it, and it's it's this this girl's journey, like this astronaut's journey. Yeah. To meet the and she in the middle she meets this guy, and you turn the book over upside down and you read it, and it's that guy's journey in like 1911 or 1921. Going to meet, he was like an archaeologist, yeah, I think, something like that. And he meets her in the middle. It was the funkiest thing I've ever huh. seen done in comics. That's and cool. I only and he did more of that through that series. Yeah. Is it his art in that yeah. one? Yeah. Well, because he did stuff like, because he was doing stuff like where the story went across all the top panels. Yep. And then you'd go through and then it would go through all the bottom panels. Like yeah. He, he really tested in that particular series uh, the format of, you know, of sequential pages, art. Sequential art. Yeah. Yeah. I so I think you'd enjoy that if. Oh yeah, I think if I would too. If you like Lemire, you yeah. really enjoy that series. Because I, no, oh, I need to see if I have any of those number ones. Because I don't know, I haven't stocked Trillium in in trade in a couple. I really years. should get that because I bought that in like issue form. Yeah, and I think I. Well, gave the thing is, I don't, I don't know how, friend. I don't know how they would do that in trade. Yeah, I think it was just one and then the other. Yeah, I, th- well, I think in the trade. Okay, they, well, they did hang it on because in volume five. Or volume six, uh, later volumes, they do a recap of what's been going on in Sweet Tooth, and it's horizontal. Only the recap, and <laughs> it's special. Like you have to like flip up like this. Then when you get to the actual issue, you go back to holding it normally. <laughs> so knowing Lemire, he might not care and just have it published the way that it was originally. Yeah. So. Maybe. Oh my god! Like I'm still like. Yeah, I literally yelled out a curse when uh, when I got to the last couple of pages of this mm. book. Uh, it was at so night. good. Yeah. Yeah. There's other characters like as you see through this that are major players throughout. Like obviously the guy at the facility that he meets Abbott. Yeah. He's working for. Yeah. He's pretty much the main villain of this series. Mm. Okay. All the way through. Um, is Doctor Singh in the first one? I can't remember. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No, Doctor Singh's not. I don't think the. the no, I, mean, I think yeah. at the very last page, you, he's okay. probably the one administering the needle into oh, Sweet yeah, Tooth's yeah, neck. Yeah. yeah, 
Uh, Becky and Lucy, the, the yeah. prostitutes, they're major characters that come back. I was I was wondering that, yeah. but that's, that's such a... It's not like, because it's like you think, like, well, this is a random detour, them stopping yeah. off and him saving, you know, yeah. Not women. as random as you would think. Nope. They come back. And yeah, I, I, I love that scene, though, because it kind of showed how Gus was... He was innocent of the world, but he wasn't naive. You could yeah. tell he knew what was going on. He Mr. knew Jepper, what was right. Jeopardy, we got to go back and help him. These right? men are doing yeah. bad things or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. I keep. I kept hearing uh, Morty's voice from Rick and Morty. I didn't hear Morty. <laughs> I had I no heard, idea. Just I heard no, a nine-year-old the voice. child. Right. Just the voice, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Real bad. Um, so there's like this mystery that uh, the plague hit like seven years ago, and that's when the hybrids started showing up. But he's nine, mm-hmm. right? I'm really interested in this. Yeah, the sick hit the same time. Yeah, so it's so hard not to spoil like the crap out of this because it's all in my head. Like, let me ask you a question, yeah. Jonathan, because I, I I have a feeling that this series ends as epically as it began. Like that with, like he knew exactly where yep. he was going, and he was going to have tremendous emotive impact yeah in in wrapping this up that is that the case yeah oh wow you know i read something about uh how he came up with this idea and he said that this kid it just started showing up in his sketchbook he just sketched him over and over again this kid with antlers and if you've seen a picture of lemire i'm pretty sure that's somewhat of a self-portrait there's a lot of lemire in yeah, Gus, like i think kid, yeah but he said that whole story just came because he was flipping through his notebook and this kid with antlers just kept showing up and showing up and showing up as stuff that he would just doodle and that's how the, this whole story just came about oh that's crazy cool that's awesome i will tease this like you get you get a really good arc um with gus too at the very end like where he ends up he's not just this naive little kid by the end Oh, nice. Or, like, not naive, but this innocent kid at the end. Like, it's it's really good. Like, it surprised me last. Like, this is about a kid with antlers. Like, what's going on? So, and, like, half animal people. But it's really good. I'm really excited to read the rest. Uh, yeah, I am too. I there is, like, some supernatural stuff that comes in a little bit later. But it's not, okay. it's not overly done or cheesy or whatever. It just gives you, because you actually go back in time and do some exploration as to quite possibly the very beginning beginnings of this like mm. it's okay. he goes he goes places that I didn't expect it to go so I think maybe what what we should do is make a pack to finish this series and then we'll come back and review yes please you know volume I mean, six yes in like November December <coughs> do it down please okay I can schedule because it because I, I, I want you guys to like get to volume six I got the six schedule open so I can be like Ah, see? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, Nathan, Nathan could be on as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you want to rate it? Oh, that's easy. It's a five. Yep, five stars. It's definitely a five. Come five on. stars. <laughs> yep. It's Jeff Lemire awesome. art. Jeff Lemire. So, makes me more excited to read the, like, the Fantastics, or not the Fantastics, the Terrifics. The Terrifics. Right. You from, see, might uh, as well be he's the also doing a uh, yeah. Black Hammer spinoff, Sherlock Frankenstein and <laughs> something or else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I, uh, Carlos, I need to Wait, finish that he, book. Right, he's writing Black Hammer, right? Yeah, he's Black not Hammer. Hammer. Oh, I love Black he Hammer. Works so hard. He puts out like seven books a month. He does. <laughs> right, he does put seven books a month on. Uh, well, because he's getting ready to do Bloodshot Reborn with yep. Valiant, right? Yep. Coming out, uh, like next week. Yeah. Yep. Next I really week, like everything after? Jeff Lemire's doing. 
Uh, I'm going to ask Carlos on the air to post uh, a picture of that, that print that I brought him back from Comic-Con. Oh. It's a Black Hammer Oh, the Black that, Hammer one? That Jeff Lemire did in the style of Dark Knight Rises. Frank Miller. But it's, yeah, it's the Black Hammer character or whatever. Yeah. What is, I forgot what his name was, but yeah. That way you can check it out. It's pretty cool. That would be so, cool. Um. Oh, yeah, I guess we should do some previews. So, let me grab my list real quick. You guys can share that one. Um, so, from Marvel, we have All New Guardians of the Galaxy number 9, Astonishing X-Men number 3, Champions number 12, that's a Secret Empire tie-in, Daredevil number 26, Generation X number 20, or Generation X number 6, Generations Iron Man and Ironheart number 1, Jessica Jones, number 12. Journey. As, oh, Star Wars. Last Jedi. Captain Phasma. This is a Yeah, the Captain Phasma title. miniseries. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Say it like that. Um, anyway, sorry. Yeah, Captain Phasma. Uh, Spider-Man, 20. Spider-Man, Deadpool, number 21. Star Wars, Darth Vader, number 5. Star Wars, Rogue One, adaptation, number 6 of 6. Venomverse number one is finally starting. Venomverse War Stories number one. Okay, so they're already starting with pointless tie-ins. Um, and X-Men Gold number 11. Which one are we reviewing, Roger? Venomverse? Right, Venomverse. I, I just can't take any more generations. <laughs> so, and, well, I mean, Venomverse is probably going to be just as bad. But, I don't know. There's always hope. Yeah. We'll see. From DC Comics, we have Bane Conquest number 5 of 12, Batman number 30, Cyborg number 16, Deathstroke number 23, Green Arrow number 30, Green Lanterns number 30, Harley Quinn number 27, Justice League number 28, Nightwing number 28, and Superman 30. What are we going to review? Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn? We haven't reviewed that in a while. Heather, I can almost hear Heather screaming from the future. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, for indie comics, we have Kingsman Red Diamond number one of six. Is that like uh, in reference to the movie Kingsman? Yes. Sweet. Yeah, it's Mark Millar doing another cash grab. Yeah, follow up series to that. Uh, My Little Pony Legends of Magic Johnny Woo! Outcast uh, by Kirkman and Azazeda number thirty seven to Eternity number nine Walking Dead number one seventy one and Wicked and Divine number thirty one. Which are we gonna do? Uh, probably Kingsman. Sweet. I'm okay with that. The other ones, I mean, I, I could do Outcast, but because the other ones we've done recently, I think even My Little Pony we did like a year ago. That's soon enough. Mm-hmm. We need to do Spon- <laughs> we need to do SpongeBob. Stop it. So someday. All right. All right. Someday. Uh, for graphic novels, we have All Star Batman hardcover volume two, Ends of the Earth. Uh, All Star Batman trade paperback volume one, My Own Worst Enemy. Excuse me. Batman Year One Deluxe Edition Hardcover. Uh, DC Super Friends Joke Book. <laughs> nice. Is that exactly what it yeah. is? Just <laughs> how, how many leaguers does it take to put in a light bulb? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I think I need that. <laughs> um, we can give Johnny one to say every week on the show. Yes. Uh, DC Superhero Girls Harley Quinn Brain Squeezers. Uh, Harley Quinn and, uh, by Connor and Palmiotti Omnibus Hardcover Volume 1. Jeez. Um, Hulk Planet Hulk Omnibus <coughs> hardcover. Oh, Planet Hulk Omnibus. Okay, I was about to say, I think that's what that means. 
Uh, One Punch Man, Graphic Novel Volume 12, Punisher, Back to War, Omnibus, Hardcover, Star Wars, Darth Maul, Trade Paperback, Suicide Squad, uh, Trade Paperback, Burning Down the House, and that's a Rebirth title, Sweet Tooth, Book 1, that's the hardcover you're talking about, right? Yep. Wicked and Divine, Hardcover, Volume 2. That should be the hardcover. It might be, because I think they also repackaged the trades into two each, and I may have gotten that one as well. Okay. Um, what are we reviewing graphic novel-wise next week? Matt? Good question. What's next week? Uh, oh, Grizzly Shark. Are we, oh, my Dusty God. Dusty Bitson. Dusty and Grizzly Shark. Yes. So, okay. Heather's on the next week, so she just missed Harley Quinn. Oh, I can't do that to her. I would never hear the end of it. Well, Harley Quinn's not coming out in her week, so. Yeah, bummer. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Grizzly Shark is gonna be absolutely bananas. I yeah. Have you read it? I, no. <laughs> it's, uh, I've, I've, I almost just want to watch you read it I've, just to see the look on your face. I've, I've flipped through like a it. few pages, it's but nuts. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's. I mean, it's maybe nine-year-old Roger's sense of humor. Maybe, but I don't know. We'll see. Okay, so I asked Ryan Otley what he was planning on doing at Comic Con. Uh, I asked him what he was planning on doing once Invincible ended. I was like, are you going to do more things like Grizzly Shark? And he like kind of chuckled. was like, no, that was just something to entertain myself between story arcs and stuff like that. Uh, he's like, it'll be something more serious creator owned. And I was like, oh, okay. So it's not all just nonsense like when you're not doing superhero or yeah. you know something, whatever. But he thought that was rather funny that I asked him. So, uh, For news... There's not a whole lot. There's more movie news than anything else. Uh, we get like a Joker movie apparently that's confirmed coming down that nobody really needs. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, I, the, we don't have any real comic book news, so it's a light week on everything. So, moving on, questions. Carlos. Yeah, stepped um, it up this week. Let me knock out the one. This will this will be pretty quick because. Uh, it was, yeah. Bryce Smith had had sent in a question. Um, he had been listening to the episode with the the Dark Knight's Metal, okay, and um, had mentioned that Scott Snyder had uh, given us an opportunity for an interview, and was wondering if that was recorded for the podcast. Um, okay, Scott's on the the night of uh, the Midnight Metal release. Scott Snyder was calling the. Sh- the various shops that were holding midnight releases and we were having some problems with our phones and his call did not come through he tried calling um, us twice and uh I, i'm i'm going to there is correspondence i'm i'm gonna name. leave it at that i'm not i'm i'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole <laughs> <laughs> but i um i had a uh, brief email exchange with with Mr. Snyder, and um, he had offered to like call that day, like that Wednesday, and I was like, "Well, maybe we'll do it some other time." Um, so maybe, maybe uh, there has not been an interview with Scott Snyder. Um, I won't rule it out. Uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah, maybe sometime ahead. down the thirty minutes can we do the road. Yeah, uh, maybe. Um, I'll, I'll, I will probably hit him up and, and ask him, uh, at some point in the future. Sweet. So what is, uh, all right. So Carlos, uh, 
Alright. Carlos asks, uh, at the end of the Justice League trailer, Alfred is seen talking to someone telling them oh, here he we hopes go. he is not too late. I haven't had this conversation. Who do you think it is? 40 times. Superman, Green Lantern, or neither? Sweet Tooth. <laughs> right. well, I think chose. the most obvious answer is Superman. Um, because we haven't seen anything of and Superman also, in any of the trailers. Um, I think Green Lantern is going to be more... I mean, they could... Easter egg thing. They could... No, it's going to be more than an Easter egg, but it's going to be less... It's not... As far as we know, it's not how, but they've confirmed a Green Lantern is in the movie. Right. Maybe, possibly, I've been sort of something. <laughs> they, I've, uh, had, I've, I've had guys in the shop showing me that video, watching it like three or four times I or whatever. Like, do you see that little green glint? And I'm like, no. What? No. Dude, if you no, replay watch it again and blow something and, up enough, you can make yeah. nothing look like something. Yeah. Also, like, it's most likely Superman because they did that really cringy line where Alfred's like, let's just hope you're on time. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, dear dumb. God. Johnny, I'm going to freaking. Dude, he, no. Yeah, Stop. that's exactly no. how he said no. it. No. Mm -hmm. The cringe Whatever. stuff that you think is cringe stuff is not cringe stuff, and the things that you love is cringe stuff. Dude, I don't know. What? That was relatively close. Yeah, dude. The whole let's hope, just hope you're on time. He even um, put emphasis no. on hope. No. That's dumb. No. Dumb. No, Johnny. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go with Superman. Yeah, it's just because, I mean, it's the most logical. Because we haven't seen him in the trailer whether at all or not, either. Right. Whether or not they're messing with us and it's somebody else that possibly. Yeah, it's always possible, whatever, but this is why I hate speculation because it also gets your hopes up for one thing. It could also be Santa Claus. And it sometimes your expectations are better than what you actually are expecting to see in the movie. Yeah. So this one I well, I think Carlos asked the the double dose of Lowe's came in about forty five minutes ago, maybe okay. an hour ago. Mm. Um we probably needed uh oh no, I'm sorry Carlos. That was actually four hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> um probably could have had a little more time to think about this one. Do you guys have any comic plot threads that just never got answers to and you're dying to know the answer to? Um, if so, what it is? Jeff Johns needs to go back to the sequel of Throne of Atlantis. Oh, that was mm. good. Never yeah. finished it. Um, never finished Throne of Atlantis? It's real good. Nope. It's good. It's Jeff Johns. But what plot thread was left unfinished? I don't know. Uh, it was like norm <laughs> stuff, right? It was. I can't remember. I, no, I don't mean I don't norm? know. Yeah, there's Orm stuff. Oh, okay. There is an actual legitimate sequel that him and Ivan Reyes want to do because there's stuff that he seeded through Throne of Atlantis. And it was, I think it was supposed to be called Rise of the Seven Seas or something like that. Okay. And he still claims that it's coming, but I... Does that you know, <laughs> Well, that was the preferred medium. But I think that would be cool. But then again, I just clamor for anything that Jeff Johns puts out, so... Yeah, honestly, like, once I finished reading it, like, if I wanted to know more, it'd be for a couple of months, and then I would just stop caring. Unfortunately. I can't think of anything yeah. that hasn't... Because, like, I mean, with, like... Mine would be uh, probably Jupiter's Legacy and the Island. Oh, my God, Just because yeah. I happened to be talking with somebody about that today. Mm. That's a good one. Um, I, I have mixed feelings about Millar, but 
I really wow. like Jupiter's Legacy, and there was all that stuff with the island that he just kind of glossed, glossed over, over and in went the into issue. the future. And I would love to have those stories. Now, I haven't read the sequel. Jupiter's Circle? Well, I haven't read Jupiter's Circle or the sequel to Jupiter's Legacy. I only read the first graphic novel. Okay. Um, which we'll definitely have to review at some point. That's really good. Um, I, I can't think of any. Morning Glories as a whole. Yeah, that's. Ac- I was actually just about to say that because he he it's left a, off the climax of at season two, two yeah. and there's the thing about that series. It's very much lost at a boarding school, so you have nothing but questions. There's been two answers out of a hundred. There's been questions. there's been a couple more than that, right. but it's like every time he gives you one, he raises five more. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, Morning Glories is like done, like I said. So what the heck. Yeah, it's just a little bit better than Lost. It's not done. It's it's going to be the same thing. He's just rebranding it to yeah. get more people on exactly. number one is well, what he's doing. It took five he's pulling years it. to do 50 issues, so it's like new readers need to get on to it. Yeah, I, I kind of wish like he did like little short story arcs like um, Joe Benitez does with Lady Mechanica. Kind of like just renumbers them this is, uh, it's to pick up. That's that's a yeah it's a little it's also a little yeah. much for that yeah so. that's true because it's a connected story there's there's a lot that happens like so much so that like you actually have to do like some research like yeah. from issue yeah. to issue like wait did that happen in this one and like, issues, like yeah three or four times yeah I read the first volume on your guys' recommendation and like every page turn I was like what the hell yeah what yeah. the hell that's that whole book <laughs> yeah that's, so that's, that's <laughs> nothing but that book so is he really a competent writer or he's actually really that good that book is so good yeah though. um when when things pay off in that book yeah. they pay off yeah. so but he know like that's the one like see i used to really like nick spencer yeah. but then i started reading other stuff i was like you only know how to write one thing well <laughs> yeah so no i i like his stuff I, with uh morning glories bedlam you know his like darker tone stuff yeah. uh, i guess uh you know jonathan would like those more um but the, his, uh, I like him when he's not at Marvel. Right. I honestly, I like him when he does his own thing. But um, except like, for the fix or whatever that was, I didn't care for that. Yeah, but I, his I like other his stuff was stuff. really good. The problem that the the problem I think that Nick Spencer needs to remember is that look, my whole philosophy is these writers they go to Marvel or DC to develop a fan base, yeah. you know, and then you take that with you to to you know sell your indie stuff. He's not doing anything to develop a fan base with what he's writing at Marvel. No. I don't think he's writing anything as of now. Is this it? Well, Morning Glory is canceled. Bedlam canceled. Secret Empire is canceled. Well, Secret Empire Omega's coming. So Was that Spencer? That. Okay. No, I don't know. I didn't but know. I don't know. Not on any legacy title. Which is probably for the best. Yeah. You should probably have a mic map. He's probably in hiding. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. That that series as a whole would be a good one. Oh, freaking Jonathan Hickman's... Um, uh, what was the name of it? Manhattan, Manhattan Projects. Projects. I felt like... I do not know how that ended. There was some miniseries called Sun Beyond the Stars or whatever, and everybody fell right. into a sun. What about that? Well, not everybody, but like a bunch of like main characters. And so, But it never answered what happened with other characters. It just... That series just stopped coming out. So, I don't know. It was very much like The Dead and the Dying... Yeah. Like, it just stopped at some point, so I'm I, just expecting it'll just show up one day. I think it finished. That no, the Dying and the there's Dead. No, no it just came out the other week. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. yeah like it came back out of nowhere. What happened yeah. to that comic book uh, called Nowhere Men? That's another one. Oh, Afterlife that's with Archie. Eric, Eric Stevens. That thing never Afterlife with Archie. That's I, another one. It went oh, I like, love Afterlife with Archie so much. It's like eight issues in, maybe nine. Mm-hmm. But Not enough got, for another trade. 
that got no it, it fell into development hell yeah so yeah uh nowhere man it it had issues with its main artist being sick mm-hmm. like having major health issues they got a new artist don't know what happened with that guy because they had that book out regularly for a couple story arcs and then it went away mm. and it left off on some some cliffhanger stuff yeah. too so i know why it's not coming out anymore but trees Warren Ellis? No, because it's Warren Ellis. <laughs> He's on Wildstorm now, but that first trade was really good. Yeah. But when's the last time you saw a Trees issue? He's still out? doing Injection, though, right? Yeah. But when's the last time you saw a Trees issue? Well, I... <laughs> you know what? I'll take Wildstorm <laughs> Forever. far yeah. above oh, yeah. Trees, because like Wildstorm is amazing. Yeah. It was like an indie sci-fi book. Yeah, yeah. That, that was really intense, uh, what Wildstorm was. Yeah. It is? was glorious. <laughs> yeah, Great series. Like, Anything that you can think of? Or? Uh, you know, I recently read Pax Romana by Hickman. Yeah. And not that it left questions. I just felt like it could have been developed a lot more. It seemed like he packed so much into a few, like, I think it was only three issues. Yeah, that's some of three his earlier massive stuff. massive issues. Really good. Great concept. Felt like it could have been developed a little more, but. Okay. Was that before Nightly News? No, I think Nightly know? News was his first uh, okay. writer. And then Pax Romana? Yeah. I haven't okay. read that one. It's it's almost hard calling it a comic. It's more. Oh, I'm talking about nightly news. It's more prose than sorry. <laughs> visual, but yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was an artist before nightly news. Yeah, that's right. He did all the art on mm-hmm. Pax Romana. As He's well, the guy yeah. that develops like his own like font stuff, like in like with um like Black graphic Money. design. Yeah, Black Money Murders the 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 weird. Sc- Oh, ancient yeah. script or whatever he, like he comes up with that he yeah. comes up with east uh, west, the, the east of yeah, yeah all the east of west fonts and stuff I so. was actually talking to my friend in England who doesn't really read comics he's like I want something uh, apocalyptic in the future and I was like oh east of west and it's written by this guy Jonathan Hickman and everybody explains him like that he's down in an underground bunker just with a bunch of papers <laughs> on the wall uh, explaining uh, like coming up with the world yeah uh, he's a that, world builder yeah that's that guy's intense it's called string theory. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a, it's a good it's a good description. So that was a good question, Carlos. Mm-hmm. Way to step it up this week. Yeah. But then again, you missed the other week. Yeah. So, so like you still it really just kinda evens out. Well, not really. He's still missing two questions. So was that it from Carlos? That's it. Okay, I got a couple from Blake. <laughs> um Blake. What is your favorite Lemire story? Right now, sweet tooth. Yeah, it's tough because I just burned through that, and it's really good. So I mean, I haven't. He's, you know, he he got. I think a lot of his acclaim for Essex County. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was his first. Yeah. Um, he's got a new and out roughneck. I haven't read either one of those, I but I loved too. Underwater Welder. Underwater Welder was um, amazing. Yeah. I really like Descender. Descender is really good too, but De- that's Descender. I fell off of. I think I only read maybe the first ten issues or so, but uh, oh, Black I, Hammer. Oh, sorry, I couldn't think of any. Black Hammer's really good, too. But I think for Lemire, I I almost have to go with one of his books that has his art and his writing. Yeah. Because then you get the full package. Well, that's that's the second. Do you you prefer prefer Lemire as a writer or as an artist or both? I asked Roger that question one day. He's like, I can't decide which one I like more. I don't know if I like his art more than his writing. I definitely prefer his writing when he's working on his creator-owned stuff rather than his superhero stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But I, I'm going to have to go Royal City. I think Royal City is amazing because yeah. it's his art, it's his colors, and it's his writing. He, he also did, uh, I think, a run on Animal Man that was really great. Yep. And I believe that was fantastic. 52. That was yeah. dark. Dude. The, the oh last issue, issue 17, I think, uh, he uh, drew it, and it was very emotional and intense. Uh, that guy can do anything, basically. That Animal Man series was dark, yeah. and it was one of the. I hate it got canceled. It was one of the best New Fifty Two. Uh, it got canceled. Arcs. Did it get yeah. canceled? Or just did it run its course? Well, because it felt like it ended it, at well, a perfect place. Either way, place. it got canceled. I mean, right. it, well, because they went through uh, the Rot storyline crossover yeah. with Swamp Thing. Yeah, Rot World. I think, and it was then called. they canceled it. No, they could have easily kept it going. Yeah. But um, I think he just knows how to end things very well. That it just felt like a satisfying conclusion to the whole story arc. Uh, and then one more, and it's specifically for Johnny. If you were oh, an animal that uh, would be in like Sweet Tooth, what would you be excluding the Little Ponies as a choice? Well, the first Wait, thing. What? <laughs> excluding Little Ponies? Yeah, he said, what animal would you be like in Sweet Tooth, excluding what sort of hybrid? Little, okay, Little Ponies as a choice. Um, I gotta be honest. The first thing that came to my head were bunny ears. So wow, yeah, I know. Not a green jay. No bunny ears. I don't know why. Just bunny ears. Like cool. <laughs> you are a furry. <laughs> Got it. Um, yeah. So that was it. <laughs> uh, so that's it for questions. Um, we don't have any reviews, right, Matt? No reviews. Well, I um, want I want that question to be answered by you guys. No, it was just come on. For you. That's it, it. Blake specifically said, and for John. No, that's totally unfair. I would be Jeopard. That's just my answer to that. What animal is he? I don't know. He's Jeopard. I'd be a sloth. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have them like really long arms, you know, reaching down to get your pulls. <laughs> any, any minute now. <laughs> How are you? Like that scene from Zootopia. Day. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Nathan. Uh, I'm gonna go with a goat because they've got the beard. So. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that fits. Oh my god. Come on, Jonathan. Um. I don't know, Johnny. No. <laughs> Something that can fly. Something that can fly. Yeah. Eagle. Eagle. Murica. Yeah, Murica. Yeah, there we go. Eagle hybrid. <laughs> um, anyway, so no new reviews. Uh, if you guys want to go above and beyond, you can go to patreon.com slash allstarcomicspodcast. Uh, little as a dollar gets you some subscription stuff, but $3 gets you the exclusive episodes and things like that. Uh, guys, if you like what you're hearing, please rate, review, subscribe, um, and share it with people. Uh, if you want to keep up with everything at the shop, please follow uh, at Horizon Comics on Twitter and Instagram and like us on Facebook. Uh, if you want to keep up with Johnny, you can follow me everywhere at the Johnny2x4. Um, Nate, Nathan, you actually, uh, if you want to promote. Yeah, I have a little side woodworking business uh, at Armin Trout Pipes at both Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, Nathan just made that sound like really kind of like, ah, oh, it's yeah, nothing. Yeah, it's pretty legit. It's crazy awesome. Yeah. Coming from, you know, a kid who grew up on Tobacco Road. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really cool. He makes some some amazing amazing high-end pipes. Yes, yes. multi-purpose Check pipes. them out. So <laughs> that's more up to the user than, yes. <laughs> than the, the intent of the maker. Um, I'm at St. Jonathan on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can follow Matt 
the Hydra Five Five on Twitter and uh, Mario and Rabbits. Yeah, <laughs> and the Hydra Gaming Podcast. Yep. New episode soon. Uh, yeah. so. <laughs> he doesn't care. He doesn't even care. He's just on. He is he's deep just, into this he's, new game. He's involved on his Switch. But yeah, uh, guys, thank you for listening. We hope you have a good week. We'll see you next time.